Oh, sorry, I dropped my camera really quickly. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the DualShocker Shotcast. My name is Ryan, and as you can see, Lou is once again absent, but that's because he's in Disneyland getting engaged and having the time of his life. But obviously, he's not having as much fun as us because we're talking about video games this week. Uh, <laughs> wait, oh, sorry, Logan, did you say something? Wait. Oh, anyway, okay. Sorry. Um, uh, so joining me this week, we have the one and only Giuseppe Nella. Hello, everyone. Uh, Mr. Jordan Loeffler. Hey there. And Mr. Logan Moore. Hey, I think my brother talked downstairs, and that's what oh, you Oh, okay. That's what, I, I got confused for a minute, because I was like, wait, we don't have a fifth podcast member this week. I don't think so. But um, Anyway, so this week, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, pretty much exclusively, since that's kind of the big, uh, big release this week. There's no new game consoles or anything like that coming out this week, obviously, so that's all we can talk about, so... Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about Horizon, which obviously so far just came out uh, yesterday and has gotten pretty glowing reviews from, it seems like, uh, pretty much everywhere, including uh, Giuseppe's very rare 10 out of 10 review for, I, I can't even remember the last yeah, time. Well, that, that's, that's like my first 10 out of 10 after Uncharted, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I think that's the only other game I can remember recently that got one, you know, as of, as of late. So, um, yeah, do you want to start us off just by talking about Horizon and what you thought of well, the game? Well, uh, Horizon is a fantastic game there is really not much else to say uh and even more even greater is the fact that basically it was created by a company by a studio that had absolutely no experience with that genre uh guerrilla games always made shooters like first special first person shooters that were good some of them a bit less good some other some other them and uh uh, a couple of them were great. Like uh, Killzone 2 was absolutely amazing. Uh, Killzone 3 was good. Killzone 1 was pretty good, and uh, uh, Killzone Zone Shadow 4 was. Hmm, uh, I'm not sure. The, the, <laughs> the single player and the multiplayer was great. The single player was really pretty bad. But anyway, um, the fact is that uh, they knocked it out of the park in the first try, and that's pretty amazing for me. Like I, I, I expected it to have. First of all, I expected it to be very unpolished, uh, because as you probably know, like as any, anyone that has ever played, um, like open world games, uh, it's basically impossible apparently to make an open world game that's polished at launch, right? Uh, well, not anymore, because <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn is actually polished at launch, amazingly so. Uh, like I was like, really? Is that is that something? Is that a miracle or something? Let's just take uh, a moment to realize how sad that is, though. In some ways, that that's a, almost a positive. Like, hey, the game didn't have any problems at launch. What a surprise! Well, yeah, but like, uh, think about that. Uh, open world games normally get um, uh, get released unpolished because they're extremely complex, and uh, so it is a positive. Because uh, there is so many things that can happen in an open world game, so, so many crap that can, like, uh, be a problem that I I am I'm surprised when I see an open world game that comes out polished. It, it is something that does surprise me, uh, and positively, of course. 
Yeah, awesome. I uh, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think, especially because this game seems like it's been in development for quite a while. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and and you know, like you said, Giuseppe, like this is a pretty uh, pretty big turn from what Guerrilla Games did previously with the with the Killzone series. And um, I was never really into those games. I didn't play any of them. I think just the the genre, just the setting and all, didn't really appeal to me that much. So I think Horizon. Well, not everyone likes shooters, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that that too. But I think especially just because I think Killzone kind of got a reputation of being very grim and dark and all that oh. um at least with like the original games but um, oh yeah you like nintendo so you like you like millions <laughs> <and> games <laughs> yes i like i like happy things but um but you know i think just compared to those like horizon is obviously it's a it's a completely different genre the world is very bright and vibrant and the gameplay is extremely different so i think that there's a lot of not only for for people that are like necessarily fans of gorilla games but i think people that um were looking for something different from that studio seems like they're getting that with with this game um so i think it was I think of us here, uh, so far, Giuseppe, I think just Giuseppe and Logan have played the game. Uh, Jordan and I haven't played it yet. I just got it, and I'm probably going to start it tonight after the show. Um, Logan, what have you uh, thought about the game so far? What have been your, your impressions of it? Yeah, I'm about, I'd say, nearing eight hours or so. In, oh, wow. And I'm, I'm struck by how unique it is. Like, going into it, I figured it was going to be kind of, I mean, the premise was obviously a little bit unique with the robot dinosaurs, robot animals type thing. Um but the world itself didn't look very distinct to me or anything like that. And it, it, as, as I started to play it, it oh, really... It's the real board. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, as I got into it, it, I was just kind of struck by how unique the game was because I, I've never really played anything like this that I can think of. Like the the moment-to-moment combat with the different creatures in the game, like I've never... I can't remember another game where I've encountered combat situations like that in certain games. Like you'll run into certain creatures in the game that you'll spend 15 to 20 minutes fighting, it seems like. Mm. And it is a long, drawn-out process and you're ducking and weaving and hiding and trying to set up traps and trying to pick it, pick off parts of their armor from afar. And it, they, they turn into these really dynamic, interchangeable battles that I just... I wasn't expecting from the game and I don't really know why, because I think they did a good job of showcasing that stuff at E3 Mm. and in the trailers and things like that. But for some reason that just never clicked with me. I never thought that it would actually be that dynamic once I got in the game and started playing. Um, So I mean, I think to me so far out of just the eight or so hours I've played, the combat situations are really what is sticking out to me and just how every one of them feels different from the other two. Like you don't feel like, I mean, I've I've had a lot of battles in the game, and I don't feel like any one of them are too similar to the other. Um, hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm really enjoying it. It's fun to explore the world. There's a bunch of cool collectibles and things like that, which I'm always a sucker for. And, yeah, it's just I'm I'm really enjoying sinking my teeth into it. Yeah, I, the, the combat definitely, like, from the, the gameplay videos I've seen, stuff looked really interesting. Um, you know, I think a lot of... I, I've heard a lot of people kind of compare it to Monster Hunter a little bit. It has that kind of feel where you're fighting these, like, kind of big monsters, but... Um, you know, maybe just a little bit more dynamic because you're kind of, cl- you're uh, not, I guess not quite like Shadow of the Colossus, but like you're climbing on them, you're jumping on them. Like there's a really well, cool remember sense that of... We are talking about a game that, that's working on a console that has a lot of more like, you know, uh, hardware power. So yeah, they can yeah. actually power the AI. Like Monster Hunter actually is impressive for the fact that the AI of the monsters is not terrible on a 3DS. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just that the, from what I've seen of the game so far, you know, it seems like there's a really good sense of scale when you're fighting these creatures that they there do is. feel like, yeah, especially the uh, the tall the tall necks, the ones I think that you have to climb up. They're like the tower type things. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that look really interesting to climb. 
Um, I think one of the things I'm most curious about is just sort of the open world structure of the game is like, um, you know, because I've heard people say, you know, there's a lot of elements of things like Far Cry or The Witcher, things like that. So I'm just curious about like the open world and what you guys have found most interesting about the, the game structure so far. Well, uh, finally, I I actually don't understand like the the comparison with um, Far Cry. Really? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's prehistory. This is not. And the word is very different to me. Like, uh, I found the word of uh, Horizon a lot more vibrant, for instance. Mm. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, I, I think the uh, comparison with The Witcher 3 is more fitting for me. It's uh, what it, it's what it, I think that seems like the most like ap applicable like comparison. Is. It seems like The Witcher. I think it well, has the uniqueness of The Witcher, but the, it's, the structure of it is similar to Far Cry, whereas mm. you, you go climb a long neck and all of a sudden you reveal more you of the map. the map. Or, yeah. or yeah, you go and take down a bandit camp or a corrupted zone or something like that. It, and so you're clearing out sections of the map, which is very Far Cry-like, yeah. but it the world itself, Giuseppe's right, is much more unique and does run my, it does stick out to me similar to The Witcher 3's world. Yeah. The one thing that... that, that sets it very much apart uh, with Far Cry uh, is that if you think about Far Cry and most of those series uh, that are like from Ubisoft, they are very, uh, uh, I'm not saying it in a like negative way, uh, so don't get me wrong, but they, uh, they are very systematic. And I'm not talking about systemic, they are seriously systematic in, in, in the fact that uh, basically, there is this activity, this activity, this activity, this activity, this activity, this activity, like climbing the towers, clearing the camps, and all that. Yeah. And basically, almost all the game is based on that. Like, there yeah. is a ton of those. There is a million of towers to climb, a millions of camps to clear, and all that, right? Uh, on the other end, Horizon, those things are, like, more rare. There are mm. less of them, so they are more like the central uh, part of the game, and they're uh, they're less like the central, sorry, less like the central part of the game, and more like a side activity. That mm. yes, you you do like the tall necks. There are not very many. Uh, they're like uh, I actually haven't played played like Far Cry very much, uh, like the last one Primal, but I played the the previous ones a lot. Um, so I can actually make a very direct comparison with the Primal, but in the previous Far Cry there was a ton of towers to climb, like. I, yeah. I I'm kind of <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of like yep. a fanatic in uh, in the way that I basically had to spend most of the game like in for instance in uh, Far Cry 3 uh, finding all the towers and yeah. climbing them all before I actually played it took me like hours upon hours yeah I yeah. did the same thing <laughs> I did I did the same thing because you want to open up the map as much as possible right exactly right. and so, I think I think uh, that those I think those games do a pretty good job of like kind of drawing you into like the side content by like making you go into those areas in order to un unravel or um, unveil more of the map um, and like yeah. kind of encouraging you to do this checklist of things like that are all around you. Um, but I guess my question is like, you're comparing it to The Witcher. Like, is it more in that sense because of all the side missions and like the story content that seems uh, to like unveil as more it goes? Driven. It's okay. more because it's more, a lot more story driven than Far Cry. Like, yeah. Ubisoft games, I'm talking about all Ubisoft games, so honestly, I love them, so don't get me wrong. But uh, most of the Ubisoft open world games, they appear like they're kind of built, all built up on the same mold, right? Yep. Yeah. They kind of all have the same uh, thing. They, they have fine thing to climb, they have the camp to clear, 
and a bit of star here and there, and the story is made with missions and stuff like that. But they they are kind of all the same, and they are less story driven. They have a story sometimes, sometimes most of the times even a good story, but the story is like less central compared to the open world exploration. Mm. Uh, on the other hand, uh, Horizon feels like this: the open world exploration is uh, important, but it's less important than the story. Like the, the narration is the central, most important thing that you have. So then, uh, I mean, so when I hear The Witcher, like the the other thing that comes to mind besides the story, which is excellent, um, is that uh, my my main sticking point with the game is no sex, its sorry. combat. Sorry, it, my, my main sticking point with the game is uh, it's combat. Um, so, like, Geralt always feels like he's walking into enemies every once in a while. Maybe it's just the way I play it. But um, he, he doesn't seem to move very well. Do you, do you feel like that's different in this one? Uh, well, uh, it's difficult to say yeah. because, honestly, I don't feel the same. <laughs> okay. I mean, they, so, yeah, I mean, you're right. They are two different games, but... Yeah, you feel more fluid in your movement for sure. Like you're much, oh, yeah. you, you can move or you can climb things. You can like, you're getting chased by something, just go climb up that mountain or something like that. Well, what I, I meant I, is that I, I did not agree with the premise that Geralt didn't like felt like he wasn't, he wasn't moving very well. One thing sure. that I could agree on is that Geralt is a like pretty buff warrior and stuff like that. So is not as based on agility as much of uh, as Eloy is. So Eloy is is a hunter, is a huntress. So she yeah. is based on silence, agility. One thing that's definitely different is that, of course, uh, Horizon is based a lot more on uh, stealth than uh, <clears throat> than The Witcher Three. Like very much so. Uh, if you think about uh, Horizon and The Witcher Three. Horizon is much more of a stealth game than yeah. than The Witcher Three or or even Far Cry. Like Far Cry, for instance, has a quite a bit of stealth, uh, but stealth is just a matter of not really being seen by the enemy. Like it's not a central part of the game. Uh, Horizon, uh, if you don't use stealth, you're kind of dead. Got it. Yeah. And uh, I think another thing, too, like, I, I guess, um, you know, just with like the sort of because, you know, the game kind of reminds me of Witcher a lot of ways is, uh, you know, one of the big parts of the Witcher was that uh, the side missions were all basically kind of uh, stories like on their own. They weren't they weren't just like the Ubisoft games where they're kind of more like a checklist type thing where it's like activities to do. Like they were pretty much fully fleshed out stories. So I was just wondering if Horizon has yeah. a similar feel. It's kind of like that, too. Uh... Yeah. Maybe slightly less than The Witcher. It's a little bit more, uh, but I mean, there there are quite there are a few more like fetch quests, for instance. Uh, but the story is much more fleshed out. The characters are much more fleshed out. Uh, so yeah, it's definitely much closer to The Witcher even in that. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. And then uh, I think another, you know, sort of big part of the game, too, that we've, we've touched on a little bit is just the visuals and the fact that the game, the game looks fantastic, like even from the, the trailers and stuff I'd seen before. But now looking at gameplay videos and stuff, it like the, the world's really vibrant, like it looks great. Um, so I know, Giuseppe, you've been playing it on a PS4 Pro. So if, if you want to talk about uh, talking about that well, and how it looks. Uh, yeah, I, I actually have not tried it on a PS4, so I can't even say. A regular would, PS4 you meant is, yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, of course, yeah. Uh, uh, so I, I couldn't even make it like a comparison, I guess. 
because I lack the time to, to actually make a proper comparison between the two. Uh, but one thing that, that sticks out to me is just how great the lightning is, for instance. Mm. Uh, the lighting is absolutely fantastic, and that actually that also reminds me. Oh, uh, sorry, I just uh, sorry. Uh, I, I'm playing a game in the background, and I kind of get in trouble. <laughs> uh, so uh, sorry. Well, yeah, uh, that's what happens when you when you play survival games when while you're uh, <laughs> while while you're podcasting. Uh, but yeah, the fact is that. Uh, the story of Horizon, sorry, the story, the graphics of Horizon, uh, they look like like a lot more like The Witcher in the the way they are vibrant. Like The Witcher has a very vibrant word and story. So very vibrant word and lightning and graphics and and all like it's very colorful in the way mm -hmm. it is. Even if it's a much more grim dark, you you could say work word than um, than Horizon. Mm -hmm. It's vibrant exactly like Horizon. There is a lot of colors like. Sun, if you look at sunsets, they are super red. If you look at like uh, they, they 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 have a very vibrant uh, palette, and that's pretty much the same that you see in Horizon, which is one of the things I, I like. This is the the setup I like the most. Uh, Far Cry and most Ubisoft games again, which I, again I'm not criticizing them. I just uh, because I actually like them a lot. I'm actually one of the few people that uh, has a lot less gripes with Ubisoft than most. Mm. Uh, they tend to like have a very uh, cool palette in most ways. Yeah, uh, they are not as vibrant as Horizon and The Witcher, and I prefer that a little less. I guess it's it's a little less my thing. I I would say, uh, but uh, in, in that that's that's something that yeah, Horizon and The Witcher. Well, I, I mean we have, we're making a lot of comparison between Horizon and The Witcher. We're not say, saying like the big elephant in the room. Is that a lot of people that worked in the Witcher worked in Horizon, because mm. when Guerrilla um, set out to make Horizon, they actually uh, created, uh, they actually uh, had to staff up, because they didn't really didn't really made any open world game before, mm -hmm. so they actually hired quite a few developers from the Witcher Three from from a, from the CD Project, including people that worked on the Witcher Two and the Witcher Three. So of course there is similarities and big ones, uh, because yeah, it's the same people working on them. Of course, those people brought their uh, their expertise and their the style into it. So that that's not really surprising, right? Well, this yeah, was a yeah. huge project in terms of just in terms of also like not only creating the game itself, but that engine. Like that engine is going to be huge going forward. Mm -hmm. I would assume, obviously, for a oh, Horizon yeah. sequel, but then obviously. Kojima's using it for Death Stranding now. So this has been a massive undertaking for Guerrilla Games, and it's really shocking that they have gone from just being the Killzone guys to creating potentially a revolutionary game engine for the PS4 that oh, now yeah. Hideo Kojima mm. is using himself, and yeah. then it, they're going to use this, I would assume, for... I, I wouldn't mean, be surprised if they share it with now. more studios. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like sure. this is a this is an engine that will be used by many people, I think, going forward. Obviously, in house with Sony, like they're not yeah. going to let this leak out to third parties. But this is, I mean, they've really done something special here with this game. For yeah, I mean, they are Gorilla is now in the conversation, in my opinion, of the Naughty Dogs and oh, yeah. maybe not the Rock Stars yet yeah. or anything like that. Well, probably, but they, probably did the Rock Stars too. They're upper. I mean, with this one game alone, they have entered the conversation of some of the higher up developers in the industry, mm. which 
I don't think any of us really would have expected maybe two years ago, no matter how good we thought this game looked, I don't think any of us thought we would be having this conversation today about it. Yeah, I mean, I think that I think that kind of leads into my next question, which is that, you know, obviously this is kind of the this is probably you know, this is one of Sony's biggest games for the entire year. And I think not only that, but just moving forward, uh, you know, because they've already said that they've you know, they're looking toward building this into a franchise and things like that. So I'm just curious about what you guys think of, uh, you know, where you'd like to see Horizon go next if, the, you know, I guess not if, but when there's a sequel. Uh, and, it's uh, very hard to say this without spoilers, honestly. Hmm. Because if I the only way Horizon can really evolve is story-wise, according to me. Like the the, the formula is great. Uh, they can improve some things, but like the big part, the, the big the big thing is very simply making a sequel to me. So yeah, uh, if I had to say where I wanted to go, I would have to talk about the story, which I can't. Um. So I guess kind of tangentially then off of that, like. Is I guess I haven't looked it up enough, but are there uh, multiple endings to the game? Like I'm, I'm wondering how much of an RPG we're looking just at. one ending, just, just one, one ending. ending. One okay. okay. Which thank God, I'm really tired of multiple <laughs> endings personally. So I'm really glad that this does just have the one. Well, some ending some some people. multiple endings are good. Some are less good. It depends on yeah. what you yeah. like, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I I think like it, it's hard to pull off. I think. Yeah, that, and it, it seems like a it seems like a meaty enough experience. I mean, because I've I've been reading people easily going into like 50, 60 hours with this game, so it oh, definitely yeah. seems like it's a it's a dense game. There's a lot to do in there. Uh, Jordan, you were gonna say something? Oh, yeah. yeah, I was just gonna say that it seems to be kind of um, like on par, finally, like with something that Guerrilla Games has previously done. Like they uh, they make uh, linear storylines, and and although although it's an open world and it has branching like side quests and all that sort of uh, stuff and many, many other stories, like at least it's got one beginning and one end. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely, yes. And I actually liked, I, I shouldn't talk about it. <laughs> uh, I really shouldn't. <laughs> I should shut up. Shut up, Giuseppe. Awesome. We'll have a spoiler cast if enough of us finish the game. Yeah, no, no, no. Actually, I, that's I, never going to happen because this so, one's way too Sorry for trying, busy. but I, I, I'm not going to say, I, I, I was tempted to say something, but I will not. Uh, it would be very unfair to me towards the people that didn't play it yet. Everybody so, else yeah. is going to be playing Breath of the Wild, and Giuseppe is going to be the only one on the spoiler cast. He's going to say everything he wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's the problem. Is like because I I want to get started and play a little bit of it tonight after the show, but I know I'm only going to get maybe like three hours in before Zelda you know comes in. I'm going to be playing a lot of that, so it's. I was uh, actually going to ask you about that. What what what's your plan of attack with that whole situation? Because I'm obviously going to be running into that too this weekend. Well, see, I think so. Yeah, so I have a Switch and Zelda coming in on Friday, so I'll be playing that. Um, you know, and I think that I'm I'm planning to play the switch more as a portable than i think i will as a home console so i think i'll be playing zelda more like i'll make mutes and things like that and then yeah. when i'm home i'll play zelda or i'll play horizon so that way i can kind of get an equal amount of time in with both of them because I, I do definitely want to play both of them that's just the hard part about when you've got two giant open world games like that that are coming you know very close uh, proximity to each other and then on top of that mass effect comes out in a couple <laughs> weeks and yep. then Persona after that. So it's yep. like, there's a really funny gif, uh, picture I saw. Yeah, and you're, you're lucky that you don't seem to be interested in, in Nier Automata, too. Because <laughs> I, I'm, I'm curious. About, I think I was actually going to ask you a little bit about that, Giuseppe. And if you wanted it's to absolutely fantastic. I, uh, I, really, I don't, really want to play the game. I've only seen a little bit of that game. So it, it looks interesting, but I'm not really familiar with the previous game and, and kind of what... Well, the previous uh, game is, is nothing like it. Like the, the the only thing is that it's based on the same universe. But the previous game was not an open world game. Uh, was not a not an action game. I, I mean, this is an action RPG. 
but yeah, it was was well, it, it was a lot less based on action, let's say, and uh, it was a very niche game, like yeah. a very probably one of the most niche game ever. Like not even not even funny in how much how niche that game is. Like yeah, crazy niche. Uh, on the other hand, uh, this is not a niche game. I mean, it has it, it it's quirky because it's still directed by Yoko Taro, mm. uh, but it's it's uh, it's perfectly like it, 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 the production values are very high, uh, even if the graphics maybe are a little lacking for a simple reason that they aimed for 60 FPS instead of 30, like 90% on open world game. Well, semi open world game, there is there is like kind of the limited areas, but even if there is no loading screen, mm. like you need to move through, uh, you need to move through some like uh, um, pretty narrow passages to go through from one area to the other. So I would not like call it a full-fledged open world game, but it is quite open world in the fact that you can go around as much as you want and in any way you want. Uh, so, but still, it like the old year is completely unrelated. Uh, mm. If you if you miss the old year, you shouldn't worry. Like uh, you you miss nothing. I mean, you missed a good game that that has a a very dedicated fan base. A lot of people loving it, mm. but you want like it won't detract from from your uh, from your adventure in in your automata, your your enjoyment of near automata. Uh, they are very unrelated. There are there are a few. There are a few, sorry, I, I have a sinus infection if you guys didn't notice, so <laughs> I'm feeling pretty terrible. Uh, but the, there are a few uh, references, but the game is set thousands of years in the future. So, yeah, the mm. story is not really good. Uh, but other than that, it's a very, very high quality game. Like, the, the action is fantastic. If you like Bayonetta uh, or Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, uh, yeah. it is right here. It's just that on top of that, it has an RPG layer. Like, uh, which according to me, it makes it better. Uh, the RPG part of the game actually makes it even better than just having an action game. So yeah, it's it's very much a great game. Uh, it has some little flaws, I guess, like very small ones, uh, like the fact that, the, that that like the graphics are not super super duper. Like if you play Horizon, and then you play this. Uh, the graphics are definitely not on par, but the Horizon rises like half the FPS. Mm. And despite that, they, they have a few like rough spots even the even in the FPS. Uh, like uh, on PS4 or normal PS4, it dips quite a bit in certain areas. Uh, and uh, on PS4 Pro, it doesn't in most places. But there, are, when you pass from one of the like tiles of territory to the other. Uh, you can kind of feel like a little swoop, uh, a little like a small stutter. So yeah, it's it is a little like it has slightly more rough around the edges than than, than Horizon, for instance. But mm -hmm. it is a fantastic game. Like if you like RPG, JRPGs, and, and I know you don't, it's not much up, up your alley, uh, uh, Ryan. But uh, if you like JRPGs, it's a great game. If you like action games, it's a great game. Like if you like Bayonetta or, or Metal Gear Rising, that's mm. pretty much the same Platinum Games stuff. And it's absolutely fantastic. I, I'm amazed by, by how well they made it. 
Yeah, it definitely looks cool from like for what I've seen. Um, you know, and I think uh, I I love Bayonetta. Bayonetta was a great game, and and it seemed like it has a bit more of like an action focus to it. Um, it's it's something that you know I think I would be curious to check out. I think I'm just gonna maybe wait for. Uh, when there isn't everything coming out at once like there currently is, because there's yeah, just so exactly. much out there now. It's like this, this, I, this period is like so crowded. This is I know this is I think this is like even crazier than like the fall. Like you know the fall like falls usually the this, the busy season well, and stuff. has already fall. been. Yeah, March is the new fall. There's just basically every month there's been some new you know between all the stuff I played like Resident Evil and now Horizon and there's just so much coming out. Like every it's the month. caliber of the games too, which is like yeah. staggering yeah. to me. Like these games we've had our eyes on for like three or four years that just happened to all be coming out within like 30 to 40 days of one another. Like Persona 5, Mass Effect, Zelda, Horizon. Zelda, Horizon. We've been forward to these games for years. Like, and they're they're all just coming out one after yeah, the other. In, which is, in comparison, which is crazy. like something like the Shadow of Mordor sequel, like we just found out about that the other day. No, right. all these other games we've known about them for such a long time, and somehow they yeah. all landed in the same month. It's really odd. Yeah, well, and, and the fact and that they're and oh, sorry, go ahead, Jordan. I was just say Persona Five got delayed too. It was originally yeah. slated for February fourteenth. Can you imagine how yeah. terrible that would have been? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's I, still I pretty close, huh? Yeah, it's still pretty close. Yeah, it's not that far off, but yeah, I think it, it is. It is just hard to keep up with all these games that we've been looking forward to for so long when they're all coming out within like weeks of each other, and you know you want to you want to play and kind of get the full experience out of them, but you have to you, you know then you kind of want to move on to the next thing, so. Yeah, honestly, um, I just uh, like uh, what what I've been doing is very simple actually. Uh, since I've been I've been having to review quite a few of them, like I had to review Horizon, I had to review Near Automata and stuff like that. So I basically told myself, okay, I'm playing this for the review, so I'm playing the story and I'm playing as much as I can. But in my in the limited time, uh, uh, like amount of time I am, so I'm gonna finish it and and uh, and but I'm not going to like. Uh, Focus on enjoying it, like mm. uh, focus on I, in open world games that I, I love to explore a ton. So like I spend a ton. Like, I, I, I game like Horizon, I would probably spend 200 hours on it just for exploring and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, so what sure. I'm doing is that I'm just explore. I'm just doing whatever I can to finish the game and see as much as I can for the for a review. And then after this period is going to is passed. I'm going to uh, actually play them all and like like uh, uh, actually enjoy them. Like for instance, even Final Fantasy 15, I I restarted a completely new game. I didn't even use the, the new game plus, uh, mm. and I'm playing it like when I have time and enjoying it truly again. And that's exactly what I'm gonna do. Like I'm not even gonna touch the new game plus or the old uh, or the old save file. I'm just going to restart fresh and get full enjoyment of the game like a, like a, I didn't have to review them. Which, I mean, I play them plenty and I, I, I play them enough for to get a good feel of all of them. I finish them all and all that. But, you know, I think that if you if you play a game for a review, it kind of ruins a little bit of, uh, of the enjoyment of it. Sure. Uh, especially if you have a close deadline. So I really want to play them all without having to worry about, <laughs> oh, I need to finish the review for like in, in three days so i need to uh I, I need to skip this skip this skip this you know 
yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of I kind of feel the same way because well I just I mean I just joined the staff like a month ago and so when I got here you guys were like uh, we've actually just finished doing reviews for March so we won't be able to give you any review copies for March and I was like oh darn what a shame yeah. <laughs> I won't have to review any of these games so such a disappointment I'll just be able to play them at my own leisure so yeah I, I feel the same way because you try to be as as objective as possible too like. For instance, I just played through Dishonored 2, and that game did not mm. click with me, with me whatsoever, even though I know well, careful. well that it's a good game. Ryan um, will kill you. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I think, like, I, I like Dishonored 2 a lot, but I can definitely understand, I think, people that may not, uh, even if you're not, like, if you even if you're into stealth games, I think there are some elements of that game that can be a little, it's a much, it's also a much harder game than the original one was. It's it is, way it is hard. very hard, so. Um. But yeah, I think also the reviewing thing. Yeah, it's just like it's especially tough on open like you know big open world games like that where yeah. it's just you want to see everything, but like you know you just you can't. Like I remember when I was reviewing Fallout Four and I just had to kind of speed run through that game, you know, as as much as I could while still getting That's sad, some. Right? What's that? That's sad. It makes you sad. Definitely makes me sad. A little bit, yeah. I think there is definitely, you know, I think that there is that. It's nice where, like, yeah, you get access to the game early, but then also, you know, you you kind of have to get the the abridged version of the game because you have to you have to meet a deadline. So I think, you know, I, I've I've done that before with games like that though, where like I've, if I've only played like basically marathon through to get to the main story, then I kind of go back and uh, and play through, you know, like do a more relaxed pace play where I can just do what I want. Um, actually, out of curiosity for Horizon, uh, when you finish the main story, can you go back and play through side stuff, or no? Is it just like once you complete it, then you're you're kind of done? Uh, sorry. Uh, well, yeah, you you can you you can you can. There is more. Okay, got it. Yeah, without spoiling anything. But um, all right, I think we're gonna we're gonna yeah, try... I'm, try I'm trying to skirt spoilers a ton because yeah. Horizon really is one of those games that you have to experience yourself. Like, yeah, if you. If you get even a small story spoiler, uh, you are screwed, pretty much. Yeah, like, you really <laughs> should never like you. you I, I hope you you guys go total blackout about it because unfortunately, I actually have been spoiled some part of it, and I was very very sad about that. Yeah, I, I I like I've seen like the E3 trailers and those types of things, but then after that, I haven't. I've tried to keep myself pretty in the dark about it. Um, so I, you know, I haven't really. According to me, after I played it, I actually realized that they, that they spoiled it too much. Okay, that's what I was a little like, worried about. The trailers, too. yeah. The trailers they actually shown too much in the trailers. Like for me, when they, for instance, they 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 show the part in which uh, Alloy gets uh, uh, sees the doors that opens because they recognize her. Mm -hmm. uh, that part, uh, if it if I was if I was if I had been Sony, I would have not shown it. Because that part is like very important, and I think people would have enjoyed the game more if they hadn't seen it. Then that part surprised them. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, I think we're gonna since we're gonna we're gonna try and keep the short show short a little uh, bit this week. Um, do you guys have any last thoughts about Horizon before we uh, try to wrap up? Go buy it if you have a PS4. It's really good. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. but I, I wrote a review. So, shall we talk about what you're playing before we go? Uh, I'm assuming everyone played Horizon, but yeah, we could do that. So, uh, yeah. yeah we, well, normally, we do it at the beginning of the shotcast, but we forgot. <laughs> yeah, well, it's fine. I figured since we were all going to play the same thing. But, uh, Giuseppe, what have you been playing other than Horizon? Uh, I've been playing, well, Nier, of course. 
mm. obviously, like because I've been I, I've been reviewing that as well, and then I've been playing Conan Exiles. I was as I was saying, and I was um, and I'm actually enjoying it a lot. Uh, there will be a preview because we actually done review uh, early access games on DualShockers uh, as a former review. But uh, we're definitely going to have a preview up as soon as I got a feel of it. But I'm doing it a lot so far. Uh, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll let you know about that uh, in in the future. And that's it actually. Um, waiting for uh, Mass Effect and stuff like that. Mm. And for now, it is it, that that's definitely it. Awesome, uh, Jordan. What have you been playing? Uh, still hard at work on The Witcher Three. Um... Okay. Just, uh, just finally made my, my way back to Velen, and I'm I'm pretty much caught up to where I was the first time around. So, awesome. it's gonna be all new experience from here on out. Yeah, you only have like 500 more hours to go in that game. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be fine. <laughs> and you know that what what I'm what I'm finding though is that like I'm I'm not obsessing over all the little things all over the place this time around. It's just kind of uh, as I as I approach it, if it's something that actually strikes my interest, then I'll go off on a side quest. But I'm not gonna seek it all out. I definitely went obsessive in, when I played that game. I did every single thing I could yeah. when I was playing that game. It was it, it had my it had my OCD going crazy. So, uh, Logan, what have you been playing other than Horizon? Uh, Horizon, obviously, yeah, and that's, then yeah. ho- holding pattern till Zelda, like I said. Um, yeah, that's that's it. I did want to bring up one game though that I am not playing, but I have been like super curious about the past week. It seems like everybody's been talking about it and blowing up about it, and I don't know mm. if any of if we ever reviewed the game, but. Uh, Night in the Woods looks mm. super interesting to me, and I have really I've had my eye on it the past couple of weeks since I saw when it was going to come out, and I really want to get into that at some point. I have no idea when I will, obviously because of just everything else that's coming out. But I want to get around and play that at some point. That seems like a dope indie game that I I personally feel like I would enjoy, and um, I I don't know I I like games like that, and I've yeah I, I it's. Really um... think. That's it. one I definitely want to get into too. I've played it a couple times at uh, preview events and things like that. Um, so basically, for those that don't know, Night in the Woods is this indie game that just came out uh, last week, and uh, it's sort of like an adventure platforming type game, but it's very uh, story driven. And basically, you play as this cat named May, who's a college dropout. She comes back to her hometown, and uh, it kind of follows her through these like sort of super uh, weird, like kind of quirky supernatural adventures and things like that with her and her friends, and. Uh, it, it it's an, it's a it, it's interesting because the game a it looks beautiful it's got an amazing like really really uh, detailed sort of hand not hand drawn but like that feel where it's very like they uh, look like very... they're made out of paper almost in some kind sort of, of way. I mean yeah. it's not not exact not like Paper Mario or anything but right yeah like that cutout sort of feel to it. Yeah, it's got a really weird story and very interesting characters. And uh, it's funny, too, because there's actually, like, there's the main platforming game, but then you also, as you go through the town and meet your friends, you um, you find these little mini-games you could play. And the mini-games are almost like full-fledged games on their own. There's a uh, almost like a Guitar Hero, like, rhythm game that's in there that's, like, pretty in-depth. Like, it's pretty crazy. Um, and it's a pretty long... It's not super long, but it's, I think, like, eight hours or so. So it's a pretty... It, there's a good amount of stuff in there. And I think that there's... Uh, I don't know for sure, but I think there might be like some stuff that you can find. Like, there's different things you could find that you may not catch the first time around, like because there's a lot of different games and things like that. So I think it's definitely a game that seems like you could play it a couple times to get kind of new things out of it. Um, I think Tyler is reviewing that game, so you probably can look for more uh, more in-depth stuff coming up. But uh, yeah, that's definitely one to, to catch up on. It's just uh, it's hard when a game like that releases in a busy time like this because yeah. it's 
so much coming out and it, it might get a little buried but uh i think if you get a chance to check out night in the woods you should it's uh it's a really cool game it's only like 20 bucks too so it's uh it's definitely yeah. a, a cool experience um all right cool so i think we're gonna, just gonna go really quickly through the new releases um so for the new releases for this week we had horizon zero dawn on ps4 obviously uh, Torment, Tides in Numenera for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, Constructor HD for PS4, Xbox One, and Windows. And then on Friday, we get the launch of the Nintendo Switch and the following games. 1-2 uh, Switch, I Am Setsuna, Just Dance 2017, Snipperclips, Human Resource Machine, Little Inferno, Skylanders Imaginators, The Binding of Isaac after... Oh, I'm sorry, that, that's not a launch game, never mind. Um, yep. Super Bomberman R... Uh, and the most anticipated Switch game coming out, World of Goo on Nintendo Switch. Clearly, <laughs> no, <laughs> no way. Uh, no. Then there's also the small indie game, The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, which no one's going to play that game at all. Um, and then for the remainder of the week, uh, next week we have uh, on March 7th we have Atelier Fieris, The Alchemist and the Mysterious Journey for PS4, Vita, and Windows. Uh, Lego Worlds for PS4, Xbox One, and Windows. Near Auto is Automata or Automata? Automata. Automata uh, for PS4 uh, and Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Oh my gosh! Which, I, I know that's just, out next yeah, week. There, the uh, the beta I think was pretty recently. There's there's a lot of people that were playing it. Um, and it seems pretty cool. Um, all right, so I think just a couple quick shoutouts on the site. Uh, you could check out uh, Giuseppe's Full Horizon 10 out of 10 review on the site for uh, for more detail on that. And also his uh, 9 out of 10 review of... <laughs> Bless you, Giuseppe. <laughs> uh, you can also check out his review of uh, Nier Automata. And uh, I did an interview with the developers of uh, Use Your Words that you could check out that we posted recently. Um, I think that's it for most of the big stuff. Um, otherwise, you could check us out, as always, 24-7 on DualShockers.com. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at, at DualShockers. Uh, on YouTube, you can find us at DSTV Originals. And on Twitch, you can find us at DualShockers Live. And we record the Shotcast every Wednesday night, or most Wednesday nights, when we're not busy with our lives at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, all right, that's going to be it for this week's show. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. And Giuseppe, Jordan, and Logan, thanks for joining this week. And we'll catch you guys later. See you, everyone. Have when fun. We're not when we're not playing Horizon, that is. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys, and see you next week.